Anija Janana Nuna Kinjal Ko Paranjita Kila Jagad Agamalo Paharapas Parisanamala Shaksat Bhagavad Padityanupalakshita Vacho Bidiyamanati Mahatakalena Yugasahasrupalakshanena Divo Murdani Avatatara Jatat Vishnupadam Aho Shri Sukhuvacha Shri Sukhudev Goswami said Tatra at that time Bhagavata of the incarnation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sakshat directly Yagyalingasya the enjoyer of the results of all sacrifices. Vishnu of Lord Vishnu. Vikramataha while taking his second step. Vamapada of his left leg. Angusta of the big toe. Naka by the nail. Nirbina pierced. Urdva upper. Andhikataha the covering of the universe. Consisting of seven layers. Earth, water, fire, etc. Vivarina through the hole. Antapravista, having entered the universe. Ya, which, Bayajaladara, the flow of water from the causal ocean outside the universe. Tat, of him. Charanapangaja, of the lotus feet, Avanejana, by the washing, Arunakinjalka, by reddish power, Uparanjita, being colored, Akila Jagat, of the whole world, Agamala, the sinful activities. Apaha destroys. Upasparsana, the touching of which. Amala, completely pure. Shaksat, directly. Bhagavatpadi, emanating from the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Iti, thus, Anupalakshita, described, Vachaha, by the name, 
युग सहस्र consisting of 1000 millenniums jivaha of the sky murdani on the head druvaloka avatatara descended yad which tat that Vishnu Padam, the lotus feet of Lord Vishnu. Ahu, they call. Translation. Sukadev Goswami said, My dear King, Lord Vishnu, the enjoyer of all sacrifices, appeared as Vamanadev in the sacrificial arena of Padi Maharaj. Then he extended his left foot to the end of the universe and pierced a hole in its covering with the nail of his big toe. Through the hole, the pure water of the causal ocean entered this universe as the Ganges River. Having washed the lotus feet of the Lord, which are covered with reddish power, the water of the Ganges acquired a very beautiful pink color. Every living being can immediately purify his mind of material contamination uh, by touching the transcendental water of the Ganges. Yet its waters remain ever, ever pure. Because the Ganges directly touches the lotus feet of the Lord before descending within this universe, she is known as Vishnupadi. Later, she received other names like Janavi and Bhagirati. After 1000 millennia, the water of the Ganges descended on Druvaloka, the topmost planet in this universe. Therefore, all learned sages and scholars proclaim. Druvaloka to be Vishnupad, situated on Lord Vishnu's lotus feet. Purport. In this verse, Sukadev Goswami describes the glories of the Ganges River. The water of the Ganges is called Patitapavani, the deliverer of all sinful living beings. It is a process, oh sorry, it is a proven fact that a person who regularly bathes in the Ganges is purified both externally and internally. Externally, his body becomes immune to all kinds of disease. And internally, uh, yeah, and internally, he gradually develops a devotional attitude towards the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Throughout India, many thousands uh, of people live on the banks of the Ganges, and by regularly bathing in her waters, they're undoubtedly being purified, both spiritually and materially. Many sages, including Sankaracharya, have composed prayers in praise of the Ganges. And the land of India itself has become glorious because such rivers as the Ganges, Yamuna, Godavari, Kaviri, Krishna, and Narmada flow there. Anyone living on the land adjacent to these rivers is naturally advanced in spiritual consciousness. Srila Madhvacharya says, Varahe Vame Pama Padam Tu Tadanyesute Dakshinam Padam Kalpeshu Bhagavan Ujjahara Trivikramaha, standing on his right foot and extending his left foot to the edge of the universe, Lord Vamana became known as Trivikram, the incarnation who performed three heroic deeds. Omagyanatimarandasya Genandana Salakaya Shakshurun Militam Yena 
Jasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manovistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Swaparatikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yutapada Kamalam Sri Gurun Vaisnavamscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatam Bitam Tam Sajivam Satvaitam Savadutam Parijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Radita Sivisakan Vitamscha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nichananda Sri Advaita Gadada Sivasadi Gora Bhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare When the Lord cracked the shell of the universe it was not an accident we sometimes break something by accident you know Oh, stretched my foot a little too far. But the Supreme Lord had contemplated on, on this, on somehow or other um, bringing the mercy within the universe. And it was a, a glorious thing. Um, the pure waters of the causal ocean now coming in the form of the, of the Ganga, of the Ganga into the universe. Um, for the demigods who were fully aware of what was happening, it was a cause of great celebration. Um, the demigods, they understood that, uh, oh, now the mercy of the Lord in the form of a drop from the causal ocean has come into this universe. And they were celebrating and they brought kumbhas they brought uh, golden pots studded with jewels to catch the water and they carried the water on their head as it was descending then as they came to the border of the uh, of the of the heavenly regions then they emptied their pots and the ganga was again falling down as it had been falling down before so why is it that the demigods acted in this way? The reason is, is because they, uh, they realized that we can be here passively, passively being part of the mercy and take some of that water on our heads and get purified. But if we become actively involved and not only that the Lord is spreading the mercy, but that we are assisting him in spreading the mercy, then we'll get much greater benefit. Therefore, they got the Ganga in, in pots and carried it on their heads. Now they were distributing the mercy, although actually it was all the arrangements of the Lord. But now they were in the same way as a book distributor is carrying the books. Now he is carrying the books, although really the Lord is making all the arrangements. Um, that just at the right moment, the right person is standing in the right place who has the right karma and who is just 
or the right sukriti, the right, the right agyata sukriti, unknown spiritual benefit, to be stopped on the street and just get a book and just, uh, uh, and it's all, it may have taken so many lifetimes, but now that moment have, has arrived. Brahmanda Brahmiti Kuna Bhakivanajir. Um, so it is the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead that the Ganga is in this universe. Um, because the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he wants to see, he is eager, very eager, for all conditioned souls to return to the spiritual world. Um, it is said, Srila Prabhupada explained, that the eagerness of the Supreme Lord for the living beings to go back to Godhead is greater than the eagerness that the living beings in this material world themselves have for going back to Godhead. And you're thinking, yeah, yeah, I want to go back to Godhead, yeah. Yes, I do. Do I? Uh, I guess so. Somebody said, well, I don't know if I want to go there. I don't know anybody there. Uh, like this. There may be all kinds of uh, hesitations. Uh, uh, yes. Therefore, um, although in the scriptures the goal of spiritual life has been defined as prema pumarta mahan, uh, the ultimate goal of human existence is to attain love of God. And Prabhupada certainly spoke about that, but Prabhupada focused oftentimes the goal is to go back to Godhead. Of course that's the same because in the spiritual world everybody has love of God. But Prabhupada understood that love of God is for us a little high. Uh, you know, yes I want love of God but I, I love my dog too much uh, or something in between. I love something from this world. Boma Ichadi, oh, this place of this land of my birth. I kissed the ground. Ah, I was born here, and not only me, my mother also. Yes, actually, three generations. No, no, really, three generations we live in this house. Yes, 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 you know. Yes, this is like very dear to me. This is part of me, this house, you see, because. The, the generations they lived in there and all that is still present within the house and I grew up here and therefore oh no I can't leave this house no 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 but then if we engaged in some sinful activities then we can become a mouse in the house in the next life uh, and in this way our attachment remains but the facility to enjoy may not be the same because we, our good karma may run out and then we are not the master of the house but then we become the mouse in the house oh uh, well <laughs> yeah it's an intense life obviously there are certain problems in a mouse's life I saw recently. I saw a uh, uh, <clears throat> an animation of people in in New York, and they were but they were all like like uh, 
like rats, you know, they were so, but they had costumes on and ties and etc. And there were all the signs, all the street signs, all the shop signs, everything was happiness. So there was a billboard and it said happiness, happiness. Another one, advertisement, happiness, happiness. A shop, happiness, happiness. Everywhere was happiness and it was quite clear. People were running around the city for happiness, right? And, uh, and well, it was a whole thing to get in the train because it was very full, but then one came out, another one could squeeze in and like this, they were going um, on the train and then they came to work and then at work there was a mouse trap and they were in the mouse trap sitting behind a desk on a computer <laughs> it was really uh, it was it was well done there's like a lot of good thought in there it was intelligent and uh, yes yeah, so we get trapped in the material world in this way, um, in, 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 in all the happiness that we are chasing and that has a price to pay. Right? But real happiness is, um, is a gift, is a gift from the Supreme Lord. Um, real happiness is not something we will take. Now I'm going to take some happiness. I'm determined. I'm going to do something about it. No, for too long I've been waiting and this is it. Today I'm taking my destiny in my hands. Take your destiny in your hands. Take your destiny in your hands. We have a special seminar called Take Your Destiny in Your Hands. Pay here. <laughs> you know, and yes, you know, it is only two weeks, you know what I mean? And it's dirt cheap, only 499 euros now because of COVID. Very cheap. Online, yes. Oh, well, I gotta do this. Yes, yes, yes. Take your life in your hands. I like that idea. Yes, I will make my own happiness, my own good fortune. Uh, yes, but that is not the nature of the material world. Uh, there will always be alternating happiness and distress. Uh, and sometimes, sometimes we'll go upwards and sometimes ada, yeah, downwards. That is the nature. Um, so what, what can we choose? Sometimes a mouse and sometimes a tiger or sometimes a human being. Um, maybe still looking a little like the last life because this influence in the subtle body is still there. <laughs> yes, um, because life after life, the same mind, the same mind stays with us from the moment we enter into the material world. That mind is there. And everything, every experience, all the impressions are stored within that mind. So we can imagine how much is there, how much we're carrying with us.
And yeah, some desire may pop up from uh, from 12 lives ago. Mm, yes, it's still on the shelf. And just suddenly something triggers it. There was an oak tree where it all happened. And suddenly we stand under a big oak and 12 lives ago comes back. That desire is suddenly manifest again. And it is so serious. It has to happen. It has to be. Because I feel it. I feel it very strongly. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. This is very strong. This influence of all the things that are stored within the mind and that are programming our thinking, feeling and willing. Mm. Looking for happiness, happiness, happiness here, happiness there, happiness, happiness everywhere. But we know, as I said before, happiness is a gift from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Ganges is a gift from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Um, and um, yes, India, the land of Bharat, is undoubtedly amazing, right? Because the, the country has what they call sacred geography. Right? Sacred geography is like there's all these holy rivers and, and holy mountains and everything, you know, like, like all kinds of spiritual things in India. Uh, I mean, the Rhine is the Rhine, you know. It's, it's nice. It used to be nice before they polluted it. Right? Now, you know, watch out. The Rhine is like one of the most poisonous rivers in the world. But, you know, and, and we know in Holland because we're at the end, so we're getting everything. After the Swiss have put their things in there, after the Germans have put their things in there, it comes to us after everybody put their things in there. In Holland, when you fall in the Rhine, you go to hospital for a checkup. <laughs> right? That's how it is. Right? Yes. Uh, and of course, but the Ganga, the Ganga is spiritual. Um, the Ganga is not from this universe. Now, isn't this... Um, mythology and isn't it that in the Bhagavatam there are things that are mythological and that some things are philosophical some have offered this um, some are thinking this way Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur for, for the sake of preaching yes yes the mythological and the philosophical let's talk about the philosophical today um, in this way he dealt with it. But this has, has been around that people, you know, like I, I remember I did a university program and I gave this whole lecture and I described, uh, I described the whole Vedic worldview. And then uh, the, there was a student society and the chairman was dressed in a blue blazer and, uh, you know, really like a formal dress. And he comes up to me and he says, that was brilliant. That was absolutely brilliant. I mean, that was, that was beautiful. That was a wonderful presentation. Uh, now, 
off to the side. I mean, do you really believe all that? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> yes, the Ganges comes from outside of the universe. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Lord Vamana cracked the universe, the shell, and it came, it comes falling down. Yes, yes, yes. And from Lord Shiva's head, it lands on Lord Shiva, and then he lets, he catches it on his head, because as the demigods caught it in the pots and throw it down, the water gets so much velocity that uh, it looked serious, that the earth might uh, get damaged. But Lord Shiva, of course, is quite tough, so he took the water on his head, and then he locked it up in his hair. And it stayed there for quite some time. He has this kind of top knot. And the, the Ganga stayed in there. But then Maharaj Bhagirati came and prayed. And uh, okay, then Lord Shiva released the Ganga. And of course, Bhagirati rode in front on a horse. And through the whole, the plains and the Ganga just danced behind him. And so we have the, the chorus of the Ganga to the ocean. And in Bengal, Ganga is still referred to as Bhagirati, uh, the Bhagirati. So, yes, um, that gift is there. Um, the Lord is very eager. Um, so the Lord packs up this mercy, the, his mercy in this universe in so many ways. And somehow or other, this land of India is a special place in the world. Um, it is Punya Bhumi, it is a pious place, it is Bharat. And this land of Bharat is especially blessed. Um, uh, yeah, it's like uh, I am from the nether worlds, you know, the lowlands, right? As they call it, you know, like uh, it's low in all respect, I can tell you that. You know, I was just in Amsterdam. And what shall I say? It's full of low life, really. Um, how different, um, how different is the holy land of India? How different are people? They're all worshipping. They're all, they have so much faith. And it's not so easy to, uh, to, to match that, you know. I mean, I, I've read uh, quite a bit and I can give a nice lecture, I, I think. Right. I'm so arrogant to think that I can give a nice lecture. But uh, then, you know, um, there was a, a Kumbha Mela in Haridwar. They, these Kumbha Melas, when some drops of nectar uh, fell down at the time that Mohini Murti was taking the pots of nectar that the demons and the demigods had churned from the ocean of milk, uh, Mohini took the pot and spilled a few drops and at certain constellations, these drops are supposed to come down to earth again. You know, when the stars are in the same position as they were at the time, then again it comes down. So, in this way, Kumbha Melas are happening in different places according to constellations. Right now, there's one in Vrindavan. Never heard of that before, but there is one. Anyway, when I was there, there was one in Haridwar. So, I was, uh, was going to go. And I took the bus from Vrindavan and, uh, yeah, bus with uh, 
just some some regular bus, no luxury bus, but like you know, sitting straight and like you know bouncing around, austere. And there's this metal bar in front of you, and in the night when you doze off, like a little, then boom, your head hits the metal bar. Anyway, I wrapped a huge turban around my head to protect myself because I didn't have a helmet. And anyway, so I was dozing a bit, and at around 2.30, the police stopped us on the middle of the road, and they said, park the bus. And everyone looked, park the bus, there's nothing to park here. And then the police attacked the, the, the bus as if they were treating a buffalo with bamboo sticks and start beating on the bus, because that's what they do in India. They, <laughs> it went a little too fast from take, herding animals to, uh, to modern traffic. <laughs> so they're, <laughs> no, it's true, it's true. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't their own culture, it was an implant from the West. So you can see that the old way of herding buffaloes has now just been applied to herding buses. <laughs> so they were herding the buses and we had to park in the field. And then they say, so what are we gonna do now? Everyone said, well, walk. I go, walk? Uh, how far is it? Uh, I said, like, don't know. Uh, which way is it? Don't know. They didn't know which way it was, they didn't know anything, but we just walked. Then after about half an hour, someone told us, no, wrong direction. <laughs> we turned around, had to walk back. You know, so by then my European mind goes like, ah! <laughs> we're walking here in the middle of the night and we don't even know where we're going, what's going on here. Total chaos, right? But the local people, they were totally ecstatic, you know. And anyway, eventually we came to Haridwar. And it was just uh, around uh, 5.30 in the morning. It was getting light. And, and uh, then, you know, the people got really excited. And they almost started to run. And police was also again guiding us with sticks through the streets. And we came to the Ganga. We also got the buffalo treatment. And we came to the Ganga, and the local people immediately, you know what I mean, took off everything and just. I sort of first sort of. How cold? It was freezing. It was really, the air was cold. So I thought, like, hmm, how cold is the water? It was really, really cold. I thought, well, the sun is coming up, you know. And just at sunrise is the coldest part, and then, you know, within an hour it warms up. So maybe I'll take my bath after one hour, <laughs> it will be a bit warmer. Maybe I'll first warm up a bit in the sun, because I was frozen, right? And then, you know, and I started thinking, yes, and then I'll find the Hare Krishna camp, and there I have my place reserved in a tent, and then uh, I'll take a little rest after this crazy ride on the bus. Meanwhile, these people, they didn't have any tents reserved. They had already taken their bath in the Ganga, and they were eager. They went to some pandal where there was a program, and they just wanted to hear all the lectures and the kirtans and everything. They had made no arrangements at all. They just ate the free handouts, and they just slept in the pandals after the program. And they were totally happy. 
And I could realize that it's one thing to know some philosophy. It's another thing to actually have this eagerness, you know, so much eagerness, so much natural eagerness, right? To jump in the ice cold Ganga. Then we had to every morning take our bath in the ice cold Ganga. I was with Mahavishnu Goswami, the one with the hat, you know, and he's very transcendental. So he just jumped in the Ganga. Hare Krishna. I, I'm not sure if he brought his brush, but he, that was the mood, you know. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. I was like, it was so cold. I was like, I bounced in, and with the same speed, I bounced back out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was uh, an experience. But in this way, you can see, you know, that like these these people in India, they have this natural eagerness and this natural attraction right, to these holy, holy places and holy, holy waters and all these things. It is so deep. So deep, I really saw that on that journey. And uh, I mean, I felt a little ashamed because I could have given a nice lecture on the Ganga and so on, but I didn't have that same eagerness to jump in. Yes, uh, uh, in this way, the land of Bharat uh, is for special souls, special souls who have some piety. It is deep there in within them, and we don't have that so much. Well, if I look at uh, at myself, it's it's not so much the piety that brought me to Krishna consciousness. It's more that I get burned. I get burned by the material energy to a point where it was enough, and where I said, "I want to get out of here. I want to get out of this material world." More maybe a desire for moksha, actually, a desire for liberation than, than just punya. Then, of course, by the association of devotees, all that becomes purified. So, speaking about the Ganga, the Brahma Vaivarta Purana is also speaking about the Ganga. And the Ganga is, is, there was a discussion in the Brahma Vaivarta Purana between Krishna and Ganga Devi. And in that discussion, uh, Krishna is speaking and Krishna is predicting the future. And he says, in the age of Kali, my dear Ganga Devi, uh, you will bestow your mercy upon, the, uh, upon this world, right? And in the beginning of the age of Kali, so many will take baths in your rivers and get purified and, uh, and, and, and some will, will return back to Godhead. Right? This is wonderful, Krishna said. But Ganga had been listening attentively. So Ganga said, um, after the Lord was finished, said, Ganga said, can I ask a question? And he said, the Lord said, of course, of course. And Ganga said, um, you said in the beginning of the yuga, said, what will happen after the beginning? Oh. So Ganga was afraid that may I dry up or something like that, you know. But then the Lord 
I said, no. He says, then, uh, then I will come to inaugurate the Sankhita movement. And then the Sankhita movement uh, will, uh, will purify everyone very quickly. What only can be attained after prolonged, uh, prolonged bathing in the Ganga can very quickly be attained by, uh, by connecting with scripture, um, the Bhagavad Gita. But more so, uh, more so, the chanting of the holy name can immediately produce results. Uh, so here in Srimad Bhagavatam, we are hearing about the descent of the, uh, of the Ganges. And that is wonderful. I have taken baths in the Ganga many times. Um, also before I got in touch with Krishna consciousness. And I'm sure uh, it has greatly contributed to my being uh, here. You know, like definitely the Ganga played a part. But uh, just as Ganga descended in the universe and as Ganga was carried by the demigods, um, because they understood if we carry, we get uh, more mercy. In the same way, the holy name came into this movement. And this movement is carrying, carrying the holy name. Um, we are the Hare Krishna movement. That's what we do. Right? We travel. Of course, now we don't. But usually we do. And we go all the way to India. And when we come to India, right, then you meet the same devotees that you also usually see, and a few more, but the sayings like the devotees from Germany are there also. And then what you do, you have kirtan. You say, well, why did I travel so much? Maybe I should have just stayed home and have kirtan at home. Right? But this is what we do. Uh, we travel, you know, Sometimes we have a festival and we go all the way to the other side of Germany. And then what do we do? We do the same that we do at home. You know, a kirtan, an abhishek, etc. Yeah, we do that all the time here, you know. Um, that's what we do. Kirtan in the forest, kirtan in the valley, kirtan on top of the hill, uh, kirtan. That's what we do at any excuse. Just like Italians, you know? They're always looking for a, an excuse to have pizza. You know? Oh, Maharaj, you have come. Oh, we will have pizza today, you know? Oh, how nice. Oh, is your birthday was last week. Oh, we must have some pizza. Yes. Oh, oh, you got a new car. Oh, we must celebrate. Let's have some pizza today, yeah. Always looking for an excuse to have a pizza. This is Italy, you know, like the whole country. is just like... That's what Italy is about, uh, an excuse uh, to look, uh, to get a pizza. Yes, so in the same way, we are always looking for an excuse to just have a kirtan, to chant Hare Krishna. That's it. If you need one, if you need an excuse. Yes. Uh, but that's really how it is. So we are the Hare Krishna movement, and we are very much aware that uh, just like Ganga, 
Ganga descends through the heavenly planets, then comes to this middle planetary system, then goes to the lower planetary system. So in the uh, higher regions, the demigods carry the Ganga and so on, because they know we get more benefit. In the middle planetary systems, we have Kumbha Melas, and people, they go by the millions to take baths in the Ganga. In the lower planetary systems, Ganga is there as Bhogavati, but nobody knows. It's only by accident that people get purified by the Ganga. Nobody knows the meaning of Ganga in the lower planetary systems, but still by accident, some get some fall in the water. Right? <laughs> there you go. They're, they're lucky. Or, you know, or, or some live near the Ganga, just, yeah. You know, they live near the Bhogavati, that's what it's called in the lower planet. And it's the Bhogavati, and they get the breeze of the Bhogavati. And if you get the breeze of the Bhogavati, then, you know. Mm. In the heavenly planets, the Ganga is called Mandakini, or in good English, the Milky Way. Also, because the white line in the sky is the Ganga. Akash Ganga, we say in Hindi, huh? Believe it or not. Uh, some people, they put all their faith in modern science. In modern science. And, uh, but uh, you might be disappointed. My mother was on her deathbed. But doctor, is there nothing you can do? Science is so advanced today. It must be possible to do something. No Sorry, there is nothing we can do. Nothing. Nothing. Goodbye. <laughs> and it was like that. Mm. So, um, if we put all our faith in science, I guarantee you, you will be disappointed. I'll give you that guarantee. But if you put our faith in Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, then that Bhagavatam will actually bring us wonderful, uh, wonderful spiritual wealth, Daivi Sambhat, which will, uh, which will do something amazing. It will bring fulfillment in life. And where do you find that? all the cheap happiness on that was advertised for the for the rats that cheap happiness 87 flavors of ice cream wow it's good yeah it's good but you know makes you fat also <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, are you sure? Yeah. There's a price to pay. Are you ready? In this way, material enjoyment, yeah, it always has its imperfections. So, we are very fortunate that early in the morning we can discuss about the descent of the Ganges. Um, I'm looking from the window and I see 
guys are digging a trench, you know, they're digging a trench to put some, I guess, some internet cables, you know, what else would you put in a trench these days, so that we can get the stream of mercy coming from the, you know, from the net, right, that entraps us more and more in material existence. But unfortunately, Krishna is also there on that net. So, in this way. Um, but the way Krishna arranged it, uh, he arranged that the Ganges was just there for us um, to go and take baths. And that. So, yes, that holy land of India um, is a special land, special birth. Um, each country is, is a special arrangement for people with special karma. Um, and uh, we can all think about that, about the country where we took birth and why we took birth there. Like, I won't get into your, um, not too much, into your countries. Maybe just Switzerland, you know. If I, <laughs> I mean, when you take birth in Switzerland, right, then it's like one guy lives on one mountain and another guy lives on another mountain, right? And in between, it's a little hard to have a conversation, so they yodel at each other, <laughs> traditionally. And that's about it, you know. So it's, it's when you have introvert karma, that's an ideal situation, right? <laughs> I mean, you couldn't want anything better, right? It's like, then take birth on a mountain and sometimes yodel at your neighbors. Uh, uh, when you, uh, yeah, when you take birth in Holland, it's different. It's very packed, you know, 20 million people on a tiny piece of land, all sitting on top of each other. And, uh, and the smoke is everywhere. And... Uh, what can I say? It's uh, it's um, a very passionate place, very passionate, and um, people are yeah always following their passions. Yeah, what to do? So, uh, and why did I take birth in that place? Well, there is one thing there. In, in, in uh, you know, every country has some sort of she uh, European country has a shield, a weapon shield, you know, and the Dutch weapon shield. They have a few, and one of them shows a lion, right? That's pretty normal, right? Weapon shields usually have a lion on them, you know. It has a lion, and there's a, a, a Latin thing written under it, and the Latin thing written under it is Luctor et Emergo which means I struggle and survive. But what, you know, I'll struggle and emerge, uh, emerge, yeah. And what I didn't tell, but what I tell now, the lion is half in the water up to the waist. There are waves, you know, and the lion is half in the water. And he stands there in the water. I'll struggle and emerge, right. That's, uh, and I have that mood. Somehow or other, no matter what it is, you know, I'll struggle and emerge. 
It must be because of that lion that I took birth in that country. <laughs> yeah. So every, everyone has something, if you can think about it, what it was. And all these countries, right? I'm going to end soon. All these countries, they, the mentality has been like that for a long time. Yes. It's not that the French just became French a uh, hundred years ago. Uh, the French have been French for uh, a few thousand years. Uh, yes. <laughs> Even then, uh, they were French. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and Germans, you know, they've always, obviously, you know, even when things were still wild, yeah, but still, you know, yeah. Doch, <laughs> yeah. Einfach, yeah. Klar, yeah. So this karma has been with a particular region for not since, since just a short while. It's been there for a long, long time, and you just can... It changes a little, but not so much. And life after life, we can take our birth in these different countries, which are just places for different mentalities to be expressed. Hmm. Yes, you know, uh, if you want to sing, you know, La Dolce Vita, and when is the pizza? <laughs> then you can go take a certain birth and if you want to be efficient you can take birth in another place like that if you want to be very uh, cultural uh, cultural then you can take your birth also and if you want to be low class then i'll tell you where to go come to me and i'll tell you uh, like this interesting how does karma works but india is not just another country India is a India has all these spiritual things. And then you're in India, right? I was in India visiting someone, and then say, "Oh, do you want to uh, do you want to go to this uh, this holy place nearby?" I go, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" He said, "Yeah, this is where uh, there's a Jatayu temple there. It's the place where Jatayu, you know, the bird that tried to protect uh, Sita." from Ravana, where when Ravana defeated him, Datayu, Ravana cut his wings and then he fell from the sky. He said, and the place where he landed, that's right around the corner. Oh, so there's a temple there. You want to go? Yeah, I went there. Suddenly there's this amazing Datayu place, you know, Datayu temple, beautiful place. And he said like, yeah, um, okay, shall we, do we, shall we go a little, uh, a little further, just 45 minutes away from here, is the ashram from Kapila, where he spoke the, the Bhagavatam, you know, the Sankhya philosophy to his mother, right, Devahuti. And we went there to the Kapila ashram as well. It's like, that's India, you know. An incarnation of the Lord was here, another incarnation of the Lord was there, a great devotee was there. The whole country, wherever you go, there's something there. Oh, it's just an amazing place, really. This whole spiritual thing. And of course, we have a few places, you know, uh, Lourdes, you know, we have some uh, holy waters, and then we have 
you know, Jerusalem and whatever, but still, huh? India, my God, you know, they got a lot of stuff, a lot. So, let us remember that going to India is not an ordinary thing, and that going there in itself is already a blessing. What to speak in going to the Holy Downs? What to speak of that? All right, I set my say for the morning. So anyone, any comment, any question? No, I should drink some water. Ah, uh, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so many instructions in my life, but my mind is always working in the same way. And then I thought, there must be a, a kind of Dhritarashtra effect in the mind, that it is always lying for itself, taking good instruction, but it's not following. Can you say a little bit about this, how to overcome it in a mm -hmm. positive way? Mm -hmm. I like that, the Dhritarashtra effect. <laughs> That's very good. That's a psych psychology and we can really, uh, we can use that, the Dhritarashtra effect. You know, give a whole seminar on the Dhritarashtra effect. Yeah, that is very good. Um, yeah, um, it is our conditioning and it, it, it makes us uh, Technically speaking, the the, uh, the Dhritarashtra effect is called the Avaranatmika Shakti, the covering potency of Maya, and there's the Prapasekatmika Shakti, uh, the throwing potency of Maya. The covering potency of Maya is is where we are ignoring, we are in denial because of attachment. We just want to hold on to what we have, and the throwing potency of Maya is the temptation. Um, yes, how to overcome it. Um, um, it is by mercy, first of all, that we rise above this. And there are two, uh, two ways to deal with that mercy, passively and actively. If we passively with the, uh, deal with the mercy, um, we make arrangements for both. You know, so we make an arrangement that we live in the association of devotees, so that at least we get some spiritual uh, influences in our life that purify us and that you know keep us connected to that mercy. And uh, that is more the passive side. And uh, yeah, and, and all kinds of purification goes on in the community of devotees. So just by being there, one can go on automatic pilot and sort of still be affected by the Dhritarashtra effect, but get purified anyway by the automatic effect of the, 
uh, of, of being connected to the mercy. Uh, the other way is if we want to uh, accelerate the effect, then we can make a conscious effort uh, for purification or for, uh, like the demigods made, you know, who were deciding, okay, we're going to carry this water. So then, yeah, we, we have to make a special endeavor in devotional service in this, uh, ultimately in this Sankhita movement of Lord Chaitanya. Then we'll get more mercy, more quickly. Um, one thing is also, uh, life moves on, hair grows gray, and you know, and uh, and things, bodies start bulging in various places, and so time does its work. Uh, but invisibly, devotional service also does its work. And just as we don't always see that we're getting old, you know, you don't see, uh, I don't see from yesterday to today that I became older, although I did. But sometimes you suddenly see it like, oh, I'm getting old, you know, you see some, some lines have appeared right, that weren't there. I'm getting old. Um, in the same way, spiritual advancement also, uh, it's happening all the time when we're in the association of devotees. But it's, uh, it, we're not always aware of it. Sometimes we become aware of it. Well, maybe I made some advancement after all, right? Slowly. But then, in the face of death, in the face of death, we can go very quick. We can really let go. Just like Dhritarashtra could let go after Vidura had sort of cut him down. Uh, after the cutting words of Vidura, Dhritarashtra could let go. We also, in the face of death, which really say, now I have to go. All that knowledge which we heard for so long will then mature and we can then suddenly, suddenly let go and make a lot of advancement. But it's just, just this final big step at the end is, uh, is, is part of the Dhritarashtra effect. Yeah, so these are some of the dynamics. So yeah, best is to situate ourselves nicely so we get the mercy automatically and then according to our capacity, make a special endeavor. Because you have over-endeavor is, is, uh, is, is also there, and over-endeavor causes uh, uh, drawbacks, you know, that like for a while we push so hard, and then, uh, yeah, then we get overworked or something. Like they say, stretching zone, pain zone, and comfort zone. So we must stretch a bit if we want to make an effort. If you stretch too much, you go into pain zone. If you're too long in pain zone, then you have to go to the hospital. So like this, we uh, got to find the balance. Situate ourselves nicely so we're connected to the mercy. Then make a special effort according to stretching zone, pain zone, and comfort zone. And find a balance. And balance is not always the same. Balance is moving. Sometimes we need to stretch a bit more. Sometimes we need a little more comfort. Like today is for me a comfort day. I'm going to slow. 
rest. First rest done, second rest coming. <laughs> yes, sounds good. Anyway, I hope that sort of dealt with the tree trust effect a little to your satisfaction. Yes, you, you, you mentioned this especially in Deva. In, in the continuation of Krishna consciousness and uh, reading Bhagavatam and so, there are some special hints from Srila Prabhupada. There is one hint, once I read that this Prabhupada mentioned in time value management. In another hint, I wrote just now in the eighth canto, Yes. Sandrananda Visheshatma, to make devotional service more dense. Right? In the beginning, little devotional service, space out, little devotional service, space out, little devotional service, space out, and so on. Now, more dense, more devotional service. Use, uh, it says, like filling a hole with stones and then little stones between the big stones and then sand between the stones. It's just like the heart has to be filled like that with devotional service. First some big steps, four principles. Then many smaller stones, mode of goodness, actually, Vaishnava etiquette, sadharacha, preaching, this, that. Then the sand also. Um, so, And then in the end, where we fall short, there's the mercy of the Lord. Um, so, in the end, start praying and ask for blessings of the Vaishnavas. Uh, that's uh, prayer and blessings of the Vaishnavas is what's going to make, it's going to help us to overcome where we fall short. Hmm. You can give the mic to your good wife and see what she will say. Uh oh. When you speak about going to India to visit holy places, then he always says, I should go to India. Here I'm living in the holy place, you know. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, it is like this that in the Chaitanya Charitamrita it is mentioned that when Krishna comes to earth, that the whole spiritual world comes with him. And so when Radhamana Mahan manifests, then Vindavan is also here. It's certainly there. And ye dina griyate go, you know, bhajana deki griyate goloka bhaya. That day when you are worshipping Krishna in your home, then from that day on, Golok will also be present in your home. 
So in this way, yes, it is also all here. The only one thing that is a little problem, our false ego is also here, right? In, uh, in the Dutch language, we say that uh, someone has a beton für den Kopf, yeah? We say a big block of concrete in front of the head, right? So nothing comes through, right? So how much of that spiritual uh, reality are we able to perceive? We are covered by our, uh, our conditioning. And then, then we have the holy dham. Shivan davan dham. Shidamayapur. Jagannathpuri. We have these holy dhams. And in these holy dhams, Krishna is especially manifesting his mercy. So although undoubtedly, this is also spiritual, but the Holy Dham is so much more manifest, there's so much more mercy there, in so many forms and varieties, that we got to go. We got to go to that Holy Dham. And Prophet said once a year, we should go to that Holy I'm a devotee from the Dham, I joined in the Dham, what can I say? You push the dumb button in Gadambakana Swami. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. There, there's a lot of mercy available. Prabhupada said, There you are on Krishna's lap, on his lap. And of course, we can also roll here in the dust. Right? and take it in the spirit. This is Rindavan dust. Yes, grant it. We can do. Grant it. But there in that abode, automatically so much manifests, you know. There, I didn't wake up from an alarm clock in the morning, right? Nothing. I just woke up from the peacocks at 3 a.m. that were calling at each other from one side of Vrindavan to the other side of Vrindavan. Every day the peacocks woke me up. Yeah, well, then I think of Krishna when the peacocks wake me up. Uh, when my phone wakes me up, it's not always that I think of Krishna. <laughs> so that there is such special mercy there. But yes, Prabhupada always wanted to go there. Always. Although he was in Calcutta and grew up with Radha Govinda. Right? right there. Yes, but Prabhupada wanted to, he was always as a child looking at the railway timetables, always wanting to go to Vrindavan. So let us somehow or other, whenever this terrible lockdown is over, we will take Rajendra. <laughs> I'll... Uh, we'll take him. We'll take him. We said, "Come on, you know, Just now, we have to celebrate. After the lockdown, after this whole thing, we're going to have a big party, many big parties. After it's finished, we're going to go to Vrindavan and have a big, big party. <laughs> we're going to have a big party here also." Big parties, a whole year of like transcendental ecstasy. Pfft, when or oh when, and a little rest in between. <laughs> <laughs>
okay, I've taken a lot of your time. But I thank you. Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Thank you.